the Baron Shalom sent us good sermon. So it's Hanukkah and Matziyantiv, Kachelig Yalbinu. It's a sermon of Kapara and of Tahara. For the Chavah that are here. So I'm always torn. On the one hand, I feel like saying, it's Gevaldig and Messirus Nefesh. But I always imagine my father laughing at our Musagim of Messirus Nefesh. All right, the girls came from Queens. That's, hey, that's already. <laughs> but for the local Havers still to get out. Truth is, what's the Messirus Nefesh? The whole chiyas that we have in our lives is that we should learn some Torah together. It's Messirus Nefesh not to go learn. That's what it is. You're giving away your Nefesh not to go learn. And we should always be warmed by Torah together. On the bottom of page, Kuf Samach Gimel. Judging by most uh, 95% of the faces that I see uh, have been with us throughout the learning. And know that we're nearing the, the end of the parak, but not by any means the end of this Indian, since it's the Nukuta Pnimis of all that we've been learning. To come to the Hamtaka, the sweetening, of learning how to use the kaychas and efesh instead of the earlier stages of separating of havdalah, of hachna, the hamtaka comes through using the kaych hanesina. The kaych hanesina to give is what draws out from each and every one of us all of the kaychas and efesh that Hashem has blessed each Jew with. The opposite of that is the Kayach of Kabbalah. So what we're learning before Yantiv, at this part of the parak, Rav Schwartz is explaining how we understand that all of life cannot possibly be just giving. The very fact that a person earns a living and in all honesty knows that he wouldn't really continue on with that job if he wouldn't be getting paid we were talking about the sweet little street cleaner in Tel Aviv, right, last time? And we understand that he's doing that to make a living. And because he's doing that to make a living, he's on the receiving end. There is a Kabbalah. He's working. It's honest and he's earning a living. But the relationship that he has with his boss, or in that case with the municipality, with the city, is to be macabre. And, and if the city would say, listen, we can't pay you anymore for your street cleaning, so then he would thank them for all the years, and they would thank him, and he would leave. So they wouldn't, they wouldn't be surprised, and they wouldn't say, how could you leave us? You've been with us for 30 years. We would expect you to continue on in your job without getting any money. Nobody would ever suggest such a thing. It would be absurd. Maybe only in Chinuch, but not in street cleaning. So... The, the question is, what's going, to happen? what's going to happen to this person since the most dangerous thing to the soul is Kabbalah, taking and getting? So his whole, his whole life of going to work is Amanas al to get paid. So Schwartz is explaining a very, very big yisai. All of us are constantly in situations where, we, where we're receiving all the time, either at work, family members, friends, we're receiving. 
That does not, however, prevent us from infusing thoughts, kavanas, feelings of Nasina into those moments of Kabbalah. That they should not be allowed to remain pure Kabbalah, purely taking and receiving. So even the street cleaner. And last time we went over some old stories of different Sadiqim, but even the street cleaner, when he cleans the street, if he would just have in mind, I'm doing this purely to get paid, to get, so then it would be, it would be a lost opportunity. Because it's true. Primarily, of course, it is Kabbalah. And if he wouldn't get paid, he would leave the job. But while he's doing this, he certainly can have beautiful machshavas about the schus that he has to, to make a place more comfortable for people. Even a machshava like that, a kavana like that, especially if it's not as well. said some stories from different tzaddikim to, to clean a street and it's as well. It's a harsh thing. But any job that a person has, and we were talking about some examples of how at any, any job that a person has, there's so much that a person can put into that into that job. There's so much that a person can think about, kavanas, that would make it not purely an act of taking. A little extra touch. A little extra touch that you could put in at work. We were giving some examples last time. And each person at work knows that you could do that. Saiban Amlachavero, how you talk to people. If you're if you're getting a phone call, if you're on the phone and you're involved a lot being on the phone with different people, an extra little kind word, a cheerful disposition, a little, a little if your emails, I don't know if they have, but a little smiley. There are things that a person can do that go a long way, that go a very, very long way with people. It makes a difference in a person's day. And even though you're involved in Kabbalah because you're taking, and it's not with the machshava, if I put a smiley, I might be able to hit the guy up for more money. That's, then it ruins it, you understand. They were talking about that it's almanas lashpil, almanas lasings, and how a smile, a kind word, can make a huge difference, can affect many, many people. Many, many people can be affected because if you, if you begin with that person and you say a good word, then that person is in a better matzavuach, and then that person shares a better matzavuach with other people, and so on. So this is what we're talking about. How to, how to upgrade moments of Kabbalah by, by infusing them with thoughts of Nasina. Understanding that we're not, we're not in a madrig of living lives of pure Nasina. We can't. So the bottom of page of Samagimel. The Kudas Mahshava Naisafis. You might have a little bit, it's on the same page. Another machshava for our street cleaner. This person who works cleaning the streets in Tel Aviv, he's not a lonely person, meaning he's not alone. Hopefully, we're talking about a person who has a family. He has a wife and he has children. And the mascara sheikabel the seifa chaydish uloyishdamish rak laatzmoi. It's another very simple thought. The money that he's going to get at the end of the month for cleaning, for cleaning the streets—that's not only for himself. That's not just for himself. That's for his wife and children, which is really nice. Saint Stalker b'chol eis, a person who's supporting his family. A person supporting his family is involved in the sina all of the time. 
for a person to be mefarnes a mishpacha, and if it mean, and if it's not helping, if it's not supporting your wife and children, supporting elderly parents, taking helping parents, helping other yidden with the money that you're going to make at the end of the month, thoughts of nesina. He's not, he's not going to take whatever he gets at the end of the month just for eating and drinking and then he's, the rest he's going to put into the bank in order to save and to accumulate and make more money for himself. He's using the money for Panasa to take care of his family. Let's think about this. To take care of a family, to be mefanis, your wife and children, that's not nesina, that's not giving. You know, you hear many times from people in, in, in the secular world, uh, heard these things and had conversations over the years. In the secular world, you'll have a person who will say, no, look, I, uh, he said, why don't you settle down and get married? Because the, 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 the concept of getting married, he feels, is mashabed him to somebody else, and he doesn't want to be altogether a nice thing. So in the secular world, there is this thing that I will enjoy a relationship of just being boyfriend-girlfriend, of just having this relationship, without any of the shibudim, without any of the meat, without becoming a person who's mashabed, in other words, without having to be a nice thing. As long as I have pleasure in that relationship, so I'll be in a relationship just to get from that relationship. And if I need to give something while I, you know, to give gifts and to take out in order for me to be, in order for me to get what I want, so I'll give gifts. I'll take her out. That's what's necessary for, in order for me to get. But when the topic of marriage comes up for these people, when the topic of marriage, when the subject of marriage, because you have many more of the women, that it's the tever more of a woman to say, so what do you think? We've already been dating for 14 years, maybe uh, Maybe uh, we, could, we could move along. So, he says, ah, why do you want to spoil the relationship? We're having such a nice time. Why do you want to get into that whole inn of what? Of me becoming a nice thing. He doesn't say that. Like, why would I want to become a nice thing? I'm ha- we're having such a good time. I'm a makabal. You're a makabal. Why ruin things with forcing each other to become nice men? There is such a musag in the world that marriage creates that that already scares people away. So in this point, now let's think about this. To take care of a family that's not giving. If a person has thoughts while he's working and when he goes to get his check to get paid, his thoughts are that it should be better for his wife and children. They should have a better life. It should be easier for his wife and children. And then he oymishes, certainly it's not the highest madrig of because you feel that your family is an extension of yourself to some degree, right? That's why it's not the highest level of giving, because your family is an extension of who you are. So on a deeper level, when you're giving to your wife and children, you're also a little bit of a makabel because your wife and children are an extension of you. But self goes self. It's also Nesina. 
He says, it's not the shleimus ha-tovish yeshna bebriya. It's not the highest madrega of toiv, of good. Achzui vaday kavanish on the sinu. But, on the other hand, it certainly is a kavana of Nesina. And the more that a person is mitzayer, the more that a person draws that picture in his mind about how this will make it easier for his wife, for his children, the more, the more he thinks about the hatava, the toiv, outside of himself, the toiv that will come for his wife and children, the more he's able to extract that maiseh from the world of Kabbalah and to bring it into the domain of giving of Nesina. We understand, the guy's working in order to get his salary. It looks like he's just taking his salary. It looks like it's Kabbalah. The point is that each and every one of us must try during those, during the times that we are Mekablam, we have to think about how, how they can have, we could bring Nesina into the Cheshman of what we're being Mekablam. Person gets up in the morning, goes to work. Whom is buying He thinks, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to work to get paid. Aval, he should also think, Gam is also giving. Chelik mehamaskaras, he laats me. Part of the salary is for myself. Av chelik mehamaskaras, noad avur ishti, v'yeladai, she is punished b'chavit. But part of the salary is for my wife and for the children that they should have a recovered life, that they should have a comfortable life. Harei shal af maskaras Even though on the surface, all we see is a guy that's going to work to get paid. And if he wouldn't get paid, he would stop working. So it looks like it's purely an Indian of receiving. But but if a person is a thinking person and he's in this avoid of tikkun ha-nefesh, of coming to the koiches ha-nefesh, of ilokai, nishomish and of uncovering his neshama, and remember to uncover the essence of who we are, it's only by more and more nesina. Nesina forces open the person's neshama to get to that point of who he really is, as we were learning barichas at length. So a person can always find more and more ways to think about this. How can he transform himself or this time in the day or his life transform it into an inyid of nesina of giving? He can make a decision at the beginning of the month. A certain percentage of what I'm going to make this month I'm going to use to support poor people. They don't have what to eat. In other words, you don't have to wait till somebody comes knocking at your door, or somebody sends you an envelope, or somebody comes to ask you. At the beginning, you make a husband that I'm working, but I have in mind that part of what I'm making, I'm going to give to somebody else. As things come up. Even though, obviously, he takes most of the salary for himself. That's fine. He takes most for himself. 
But even if all he was able to give during that time was five shekel, because he's having himself a rough time or he needs, he needs to keep the, the, the great majority of the salary because of his own chayvis, whatever it might be. So even if it's five shekel, he has in mind to give five shekel to a person who doesn't have what to eat. That he'll be able to eat. That means that means that his work is not just Kabbalah. It's not just to get. It's almanas lashpia, almanas loses, almanas to give. It contains within it also nesina giving. Kamuvan shalom obviously. Everybody knows, depending upon what your job is and what you do to make a living, everybody knows there are all different kinds of things that a person can do, whether it's with money or whether it's the things that we were talking about last time, to be a person that, uh, of yourself, to be giving and to be mesamech other people, to be mechai other people and so on, even if it's not with money. That it shouldn't only be exactly what you have to do for your job, for work, but that you put something extra of yourself to give people that you come into contact with at work and throughout the course of every day. And as I said last time, everybody here knows the difference when you go to a store and that person gives the extra 10 seconds to be kind and friendly. And when you go to the store, the person is just all business. Everybody knows there's a huge difference and how that has ashpah and how you feel. And, and, and if someone shares with you a little laugh or something, it's a huge difference. And, and that's not in the salary. That's not in the salary. That's just a, a, a person is good. And they try to be mashpia type to other people. And each person has to try to develop this, to develop this as part of his life. The matzav bohu nimsa, whatever his matzav is, whatever the matzav is in in life in his life at that time. Remember, I was talking some months ago. I was annoyed about. It. I was sharing with you during the time that I was in Israel. So I went to daven in a place, and the guys when they finish learning, they just walk away from all the svarim. They just walk away. When it was, comes came time for mincha, in the summer I think it was three o'clock. When it came time for mincha, there was a kolel there learning in that shul came time for Mincha, I saw this every time. They finished, they finished learning, they said it was over, Mincha, ding, some Balabatim come in, the guys would walk out, leaving all the Gemaras and Rambams and Swam, everything on the table. And there was an Alti Yid that would go around and start putting things back on the shelf, correcting, trying to get things on the shelf. There wasn't a half a mina of one person. There were like 12 guys learning there. Not one person had a half a mina. There were guys that didn't even close that they even closed the cipher. They just got up and walked away. Think, who's putting the cipher away? Who's putting away the, 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 old, the old shamas, whoever was, was putting this farm away? So here you're, in a, you're, you're, you're sitting all day long. Someone's paying for you to be in this carlo. You're receiving. You're receiving. You have the pleasure of sitting and learning Torah. So you have machshavas. Hopefully the person has machshavas that my learning should be a schus for other Jews. That my learning should be a schus for people who don't have the ability to sit and learn all day. That's one way of giving when you're sitting and learning. But what about putting your cipher away? Just to, just to, 
I mean, we're not even talking about Amanas Lossais. You understand? I'm not, that's not even in the scene. That's just old-fashioned menschlichkeit. That's their heritage. But at least, at least, it could be for that person the first time that day he's physically doing something for somebody else. And again, it's not even talking about something extra. Because you should put away the cipher that you were learning from. You should put it away. It's not an extra thing. Something that every person that's a mensch does. But you put away a safe, you don't leave it for some other person to clean up. And he comes, they come in every morning the next morning, he says, oh, they have to go to the shelves, that's what's a machai. But uh, anything that a person does, nesina. On the bottom of the page. Anachnu noisnen kol The truth is, all day long, we are giving. We, we, we don't necessarily think about it. There are things that you and I are doing just because of routine and life. Uh, a mother, a mother with the children every, every second. I, so what's she supposed to do? So she can't tell the baby, take care of yourself, give yourself a bath, take a shower, clean yourself up. She can't say it to a baby. So she doesn't think along those lines. It's natural for mother to think, just, um, you know, I'm taking care of my child. That's what I have to do. But if she would stop from time to time and take a look at how every moment of my day is spent giving. I'm giving to the children. Akasha, what do you mean I'm giving? I have to give to them. No one else is going to take care of them. That doesn't change the reality that you are, that, that the mother is, is constantly giving. What's missing is the machshava, the thought of what she's actually doing. It becomes just a required part of life, and there's no investment of machshava, of kavana. But if the kavana, if the machshava, which takes a second, if the thought is there, the person is thinking that this is a mice in the sina, and I'm trying to give this with the best possible feelings that I can muster up inside of me right now, then instead of it just being a mechanical, routine thing, the person is, is strengthening the kaiches and nefesh of Nesina that are very much connected and depend upon the kavanis and the machshavas that the person has, b'shas ma'isa. So anach n'leisim kolayom. Aber l'shaylam ha-machshavas shalom hi l'shem ha-nesina l'shem ha-kabbalah. The question is always, what are you thinking? Are you, are you thinking about the Nesina? Or... Are you taking this time and thinking just about some sort of Kabbalah, something to get? Hamaisim Shanuaisim Ezra Bisaychabayus Helping in the house, helping in the home. Pu'ulais Yom Yom Yis, as I said a moment ago, the, the daily routines of life. The boring chores of life. A person is mopping a floor. You could be like the guy, the street cleaner in Tel Aviv. It's not a Shiloh, what am I? I'm not going to mop the floor. The guy in Tel Aviv, he's not going to work, he's got to get a salary. So the person, either the, either the husband or the wife, they're not going to mop the floor. They have to mop the floor. It's true. It has to get done. And it's true because of that. That, that in a certain way you're, you're doing that, that you should have a house that's clean and that's normal. But why can't you also have a machshava 
that when the floor is clean, that it's pleasant. It's pleasant for the family. It's pleasant for people to walk into a house and they could, and they could see the surface somewhere, someplace where they could put their foot. It's pleasant. It's pleasant for people. To have a machshava that it's good. A machshava of Nesina. It's true you have to clean the floor anyway. But why not a machshava? With these chores. Pulais yom yom yishakal echad ve'echad nivgash itan behechrech. That person, behechrech. Behechrech. You have to, you have to have, you have to have these things in life. The chores, the things to take care of. Hashelehi ma kavanaso beis asiyasim. The question is always, what is your kavana? What are you thinking? Bishas asiyasim at the time that you're doing it. The dogma, for instance. Other megim letzaynis. Listen to this example. I don't know if Rav Schwartz actually drives. I I I, I don't know. I, I, I never discussed it with him. I wouldn't ask him anything personal like that. But this is an example. This is something that happens all the time. Ladugma. Other Megil assignments. You come to an intersection. But according to the law, you have the schus kedima, which means you have the schus to, to, to go. You have the right of way, we call that. You have the right of way. So you're going straight. Whatever it is, you have the right of way. You have the schus kedima. But you know how it is that many, many times, even though you have the schus kedima, even though you have the right of way, well, a person, somebody, whatever, either it could be someone that was a little bit too forceful or an older person, whatever else it might be, that didn't care about the, about the Shulchan Aruch and ignored the Din and went a little bit into your Dalar Amis where you had the Schus Kedima. This has happened to all of us. It happens to each and every one of us every time that you drive. lava. <laughs> And that's a soul that gets particularly exciting, as you know. You can wait, you can wait a half a minute and give the person a chance to go. In other words, that person was not supposed to cross the street at that moment. That's true. So what are you going to do? So you could, there are a few choices. You could run the person over. That, you know, would not be Kedai. You could, you could um, beep and honk and scare the person, especially if it's an old person. Or you could, and now it's going to circle your <laughs> correct answer, right? Uh, or you could, or you could give it an extra, an extra 30 seconds. So I know it's, it's hard, to, it's always hard to give a shoe when your wife is sick, because my wife knows that if not for her, I'm not sure exactly which one of those are. Which is my wife always says to me, my, take it easy, like, you know, this, it's okay, it's okay. Of course, the reason is that I'm usually late because my wife is never on time. So that's, <laughs> so that's why, I'm, that's why we're running behind. But my wife is always calm and says, stop, give the person a chance to walk. One of the most beautiful things that, I ever, ha that ever happened was, because I'm thinking it's a snowy night. Years ago, I was in Yushalayim, and it was a big snow. I could that a lot of the trees were breaking, and it was, a, it was a big snow. And I couldn't even get into Yushalayim from the airport. I had to, wait to, I had to sleep uh, by a friend in Modi'in and go the next day. There was too much snow. The road was closed. And, uh, it was, you know, when Yushalayim, when it snows, it's hard. They're not, they're not ready for that. And 
everybody has plastic bags on their on their feet and what to do. And ha- but really, it's dangerous because the whole Yerushalayim is Elias Nevidus, Elias Nevidus. So I was going with the driver, and he was crazy trying to get around people, and he didn't know how to go in the snow, and the car's going all over, and he's like having a ride, he was screaming, woo, and he's almost he, almost hitting things, and he was, and I was holding on, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he, he stops the car and he gets out, and it's the sweetest thing, there was an old, an altiyid that was very scared to walk, because it was very slippery, and the taxi driver got out, he just stopped the car, and he went out, and he held the old man, and he walked him uh, across the street. I think, you know, you, you don't know a person, a person, he's, the person, a nice thing, and it's such a beautiful thing. It's also an Etzisveldika thing. I don't know if you have such a thing anywhere else, no one's such a Muslim. But <clears throat> it was, it, it was a, a person has that choice of what to do with that situation. So he says, Bab says, Lava. You could wait uh, 30 seconds and let the person go. After all, you have the schus kedima, so you could insist on it. You know, it's your first. You have the right of way. Or you could, or you could use that moment, the 30 seconds, and you let the other person go. Zui Shaila shall tfisas chaim. Schwartz says it's really a question of tfisas chaim. How you face, how do you look at life? It's not just a matter of uh, midas. It's under the midas. Because that's what we're learning now. We're learning the kaychas and nefesh. The sefer is not talking about this midas, that midas, this midas, that midas. It touches upon the different midas. But what the sefer is talking about is the kaychas that are behind the midas. The kaych that's behind the tikkun of all midas is nesina. So you don't have to think at that moment when you when you by the by the, uh, the the intersection. You don't have to think about Oh, I'm a Balkas, I'm not a Balkas. I have a temper, I don't have a temper. No, the point is, a tfisas chayim, a way of looking at life. Do I look at life in such a way through the eyes of Nesina's opportunities to give, to do for somebody else, to, to exercise that deepest koyach that reaches into my neshama, because the neshama is kula, kula, an Indian of giving. Do I reach inside that part of myself? Do I look at life that way? Tfisas chaim. L'shem ma ani chai. Why do I live? Im chai k'day lasais. Am I alive? Was I put into this world? Was I put into this world to give? Or k'day l'kawa? Or to take? Im adam yichya v'mudos atzmiz gavaya. A person like a tzaddik who lives always in a very, very in a very high state of awareness, a tzaddik lives every second. Every second, the tzaddik lives with a cheshpin. The tzaddik is never just like people like us. We just there are times that you don't you don't think like this or like that. So if someone asks you what you just did now, are you thinking about Nesina Kabbalah? The answer is, I don't know. With most of the things that we do, I'm not talking about uh, some special thing. But stam during the day, if someone asks you, well, you were just doing this thing in the house to. Fix it to clean, whatever. Were you thinking of Amanas Lakabo or Amanas Lashpir? I wasn't thinking of anything. I wasn't thinking of Amanas Lakabo. I wasn't thinking of Amanas Lashpir. I was just thinking, I don't know. I wasn't thinking of anything. I was thinking about something else. I was just doing what I have to do. I, I wasn't thinking. Siddiquim don't live that way. That's why, that's why, you know, there's a famous thing that they say 
everybody heard this. Rabbi Shraga Fav Mandelov is a chassid of Kodesh Levachah. You remember that, that they say that that um, that in the yeshiva, I think they say Rabbi Shraga but I think it's Rabbi Shraga that in, uh, that in the yeshiva that they had to take, they had to move from one room in the yeshiva. Something came up with the. They had to move from that room to go to the shia into a different room. So they had to take their chairs to another room. So they all started to pick up their chairs and to walk out. And Rabbi Shagafai will say, you're such shaitan. Why are you taking your own chair? If you would take his chair and he would take your chair, it could have been a mitzvah. But <clears throat> who would think of such a thing? They tell, take your chair, go to the next room. So you pick up your chair, go to the next room. But the tzaddik doesn't live like that. The tzaddik lives in a constant state of awareness. Am I taking or am I giving? To take my own share, that's serving myself, okay, nothing evil, but, but, it's an union of Kabbalah. To take the other person's chair, and, and possibly even to take two chairs, yours and the other person's chair, it's already a Maisev Nasina. That's what he meant to say, you could already do a mitzvah, for the same price. You carry a chair, you go down the hall, it's a, it's a mitzvah. That's how, we, that's how they think. So afterwards, we can tell that story and we say, yeah, sure, that's a, it's a mitzvah. It's a chesed, it's a deraisa. How, how come I didn't think of that? Because that's how the tzaddik lives. Always searching for opportunities to do, to give. Always. Nesim. Im adam gavaya. So a person who lives in this very great high state of awareness, who yira, he would see shakol rega, every moment, kol shniya, every second, humazua oi im halasais, oi im halakaba. The person who lives in that high state of awareness can stop at any second and, and can, can identify that moment. Is this nesina, is this kabob? Every second of his life. That's how, he, that's how every second of his life, that's how he lives. There isn't a moment that a person is not thinking. There are only two possibilities. Again, we're saying that stama. I'm not thinking about anything. Okay, but what he's saying is not thinking about anything. And if you're not thinking about anything, it's just Kabbalah. You know, because a natural... The natural momentum of life is mitzad the guf, right? The guf, and what is the guf? The guf is the kabbal. The guf is kabbal, right? That's what we learn. The guf is everything is kabbal. Left alone, without a kum va'asei machshava of nesina, it means that my guf is just carrying me through the day. The cleaning, the sweeping, the chores, and work. And it's my guf. My guf is carrying me through the day. The guf left up to its own devices is only capable of one thing. Kabbalah. Kabbalah. That's all the guf is capable of. Kabbalah. And even though we're not talking about it in but the guf left up to itself is just a makabah. Any time that I stop and ask myself, what am I doing? And what can I do to make this different? Or what can I do to somehow engage my neshama? then you could come up with an idea of Nesim. An idea of Nesim. A thought of Nesim. 
But if you just leave things on, uh, what's it called on the car? The um, cru cruise control, right? If you leave things on the cruise control and you just set it on that, the goof, the goof is just macabre. So you might think that I wasn't thinking anything. Like I said before, I don't know, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just doing this thing. I wasn't thinking. Okay, but that means if there's no thought, it means that it's cruise control. Cruise control means the goof is set on that, on that the thing, on the, uh, whatever the number is, you set it on that thing on the cruise control, and the goof is just doing what it's supposed to do. Fine. Fine. But, but, if the person, if the person turns off the cruise control, and he has his foot on the gas and the pedal every moment of life, and he's thinking, and he's thinking, and he stops, and he has a machshava, then the machshava can be, is, then it becomes clear, either it's a Kabbalah or it's a Nesina. The fact that you didn't think anything, if someone says, what are you asking me that? I don't know, I wasn't thinking about, well, I have to think every second of my life, and I wasn't thinking, I was just doing this. No one's saying it's a vicious, but the goof is only macabre. You were doing that to do something, to get to be potter. That's to be, that feeling or that desire to be potter is purely Kabbalah. To get it over with. That's, that's purely Kabbalah. The second that I start to think about how this can be used for somebody else in some way, somehow, to give Nachas Ruach, to Hashem's Baruch, to another person, the second that I stop, I turn off the cruise control and I put my foot, gas, brake, gas, brake, and I live in that way, so when I think, I stop and think, the second the person does that, he's able to, he's able to open himself up to that koyach of the neshama, which is nesina. Long-term benefit of that is davening, learning, mitzvah samasim toivim, dveikis b'shem, dibuk chaveim, ahava, yira, long-term. Accumulated nesina. More and more nesina, Nesina is the language of the Nishama. Nesina is the language of the Nishama. Giving is the language of the Nishama. Taking is the language of the Guf. And the more that a person injects Nesina into his everyday life, the more his Nishama becomes empowered. Nimeila, that has to affect everything in a person's life. All the Midas and davening and learning and everything. If the person just allows himself to be on that cruise control, then it's good. Which is not evil per se, but it's mechazik, the evil that's in a person. It is. It's mechazik, all that's negative in a person. Even though that particular moment in life, you weren't thinking anything, so you think, what did I do? I didn't do anything bad. No, that wasn't bad. But the accumulated moments of cruise control add up to bad. It adds up to a person that's a taker, not a giver, that means that the goof is being empowered. When the goof is being strengthened, that affects your davening, that affects your learning, that affects everything. It affects everything in a person's life. That's one of the risks that every person takes if they don't work very hard on who they are. If you're getting paid, let's say, to sit and learn, if a person is being paid to sit and learn, it's a very big responsibility to remain a nice thing when you're being paid to learn. 
A person who is learning and is getting paid. Or a person who is learning and his wife is supporting his learning. It's, it, there's plenty of room for that, of course, in Klai Yisrael. And I'm not getting into that very, very touchy subject now. I'm only talking from this perspective of Nasina and Kabbalah. You could become a, you could become a selfish, self-centered Mechabel that walks around with a heavy Gemara and your whole life is a life of Kabbalah. Or every second of your life you're learning Kaidim, you're learning with you're learning there should be a schus for your wife, for your children, for Yidin, for the whole world, it should be a schus. Every minute that you're not learning, you're focused on what you could do, how you could help. There's a huge difference between being a Nisan and being a Makabal. And it's something to think about. What's the state of men in our little from world right now? What's the state of men? Are they becoming bigger Nisanim? Are they becoming bigger Makablam? It's a question. Because if they're becoming bigger Makablam, we're in big trouble. Big trouble. We're beginning to feel the effects of such things. If they're becoming bigger Nisanim, then that's bringing us closer to Mashiach. It's a, it's a very big question. Even something as precious as learning can be in a certain way to give satisfaction to the guf, not to the nishan. It depends a lot on a person's machshavas. It depends a lot on what a person's thinking. How's my wife doing? Is she managing? Is this something that she feels good about? Is she happy with this? Is she suffering from this? And it's not enough for me to give a religious speech about how you don't appreciate Torah, you don't appreciate Torah, what's wrong with you? So she feels so scared and so nervous, you tell her a few chazals about this and about that, and she, what's she going to say? And she heard already a thousand speeches in seminary, so what's she going to say? So she'll smile and she'll do her chores, and what if inside she's being broken? So then you could become a big macabre, not a big nice thing, even though you're saying, you don't know what I'm doing for you. You have no idea how much I'm doing for you. And he's standing there, you know, holding his, holding his Gemara while she's on her knees cleaning. You have, have any idea what I'm doing for you? You have no idea how much I'm doing for you. If not for me, you would have nothing in this world. If she is not in that place with her husband, it's not so partial. Each case obviously is different. Every single case is different. And every single thing has to be discussed in, their, in, a, in a good way, in a normal way with an Adam Gadol, with a Chashev, a person, a Tzadik, and so on. But it all depends on the Machshavis, on the Kavanis of who you are and what you're thinking of, where you are at that time in your life. Am I doing this for myself? Am I doing this for myself? Am I doing this to give Nachas Ruach to the Bayrei? Am I doing this for the world? Am I doing this for Yidin? Am I doing this for myself, for me? These are the, everything hangs on those Machshavis, on those Kavanis. You're either a nice or a macabre. It's a tfisas chai. So the tzaddik lives always in this state of thinking. L'thamim harotzen law says harotzen lakabel huchad. Sometimes it's very clear. Chad means it's sharp and clear. Is this right now a rotzen to give? Or is this right now a rotsen to receive? Sometimes it's very clear. It's not confusing. 
Barur, it's clear. Ulam pa'amim rabbis, many times, nitzrech lezboinim b'chdei lahavin, many times it takes a tremendous amount of his boinimus. To think, b'chdei lahavin ha'imzu ta'alich shal nesina, or ta'alich shal kabbal, a lot of times it's not clear when you just look at it. Like I was giving the example with learning. It's not clear. So a lot of times you, 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 you can't just jump and say, oh, of course this is Nesimen. And you can't say, well, of course this is Kabbalah. It, it, it requires thought. L'famim ha'adam chayshev, kol minei dimyaynes, ni'imim, shamashu hura, no'im lo'ilachshev. Many times a person just has all kinds of dimyaynes. He, he deludes himself into, and convinces himself that, that, oh, this is very good. Of course this is, this is all Nesimen. Looking at things in a, in a superficial way, a person comes and asks, If a person in a superficial way could say, this is neutral. Like I said before, it's neutral. I have no ruts and I'm not thinking, there's no ruts in here. There's no ruts in the I'm just neutral. I'm just neutral. I'm not thinking about anybody else, not to give and not to take. However, really, in, in, in depth, on a deeper level, the very act of thinking about something or thinking a pleasant thought, again, there's a very high level. Of thinking, the very act of thinking a pleasant thought, that itself, not that, we, not that we're not allowed to, as long as it's a thought that's mutter, but the very act of thinking about something that you enjoy, that also, on, on a very, very subtle level, that's also Kabbalah. You know, like a pleasant, a pleasant memory of something, that's also this aneg, it's a talmud for oneself, and he says right away, not that I'm saying you can't, but there's nothing neutral, that's the point. There's nothing neutral. Even a pleasant memory or a pleasant thought, it's not neutral. And going into that pleasant thought on a deeper level means that he's having a tanug atzmi for himself. Again, it doesn't mean it's evil or bad. That's, that's a, the least harmful thing there is. But there's nothing that's neutral. He said, I'm not saying, God forbid, that a person shouldn't have pleasant thoughts. Again, as long as they're mutter. I'm not saying that a person shouldn't have some nice thoughts and to enjoy the pleasure of having a good thought. I'm not saying that, chas v'shalom. We can't live uh, just a life of nesina. Certainly we have to be physics Physically we have to be makabal. And emotionally, everybody needs, everybody needs. But as a whole, one must try to build a life that's based primarily upon Nesina. Primarily. 
that it's the overall, overarching thing in his life is Nasim. And that's how one must build one's life. Understanding that you don't go crazy because of this Kabbalah like this or like that, but the overall objective and goal, atmosphere, temperament, whatever you want to call it, should be one of Nasima, not of Kabbalah. Shall miyut Kabbalah with a miyut, a smaller percentage of Kabbalah, va'achavas, and always trying to think of ways to expand the possibilities of Nasina of giving. Adam A person who's reached this point, Yaruch can make a cheshben a nefesh every day. V'yizboinin can think. Let me chaser over this day. It's a regular day. Some Tuesday in Teves, and the person stops and makes a cheshben at the end of the day. So what did I what did I do today? Nasati okibalti. Just in general. Today was it the day that I was a Noisein? Was it the day of Nasin? It was the day of Kabbalah. And the things that right away strike me as being, that took place today as being acts of Nasina, let me think about them more. Were they really Nasina? How much of that was Nasina and how much was mixed with Kabbalah? Hamaisim shem Kabbalah. And is Kabbalah and Nesina. And then the other way. Those Maisim during this Tuesday with, that were, that were Maisim of Kabbalah. Of Kabbalah. Were they purely Kabbalah? Maybe they weren't entirely things of Kabbalah. Zui habikaros achitsainis b'maisim. This is the most basic, the most basic level of, of studying and of critiquing one's behavior, one's life. The deeper a person is, and the deeper a person is in that inner life, the more he is in that place, deeper than himself, whom is born, he thinks more and more. Can I honestly say, can, do I honestly, have I become more of a Naisain? Or can I say that overall my life is a life of a macabre? Obviously, a person who does not want to does not want to contend, does not want to deal with the truth, doesn't want to face the truth. He can just brush all of this off and say, "What are you asking me? Am I nice and macabre?" You know how I work every day from the early in the morning to night. I work every day. Who do you think I'm working? I work for my wife and my children. You're asking me, you have the nerve to ask me, am I nice and am I macabre? You can just brush it off just like that. And that's it. In other words, since you support your family, you, you have come to the conclusion without anything of a cheshman and nefesh, you just come to the conclusion, of course, I work all day long. I'm a rather nice. Because I'm working. Who am I working for myself? I'm a nice means all day long. All I'm doing is working for my family. I've got to put this kid through school. I got to do this house. In the morning, do you think I need a house like that? You say I don't need a house like that. So I'm doing this. I do that. You think I need? You think I need these things? I don't need those things. So I'm a nice thing. All the hours, I'm a big nice thing. 
person that, a person that just brushes this whole thing off like that, zui bricha me'amitziyas. Bricha me'amitziyas. Just running away from reality. And just like... Adam amiti, a true person, an honest person, even she'ishev yiladam ha'ela. Understands that, okay, he got married. So he has a wife, he has children. Could be he's, he's giving to them because he has no choice. Like I said before, what am I supposed to do? I have to, I have to support them. Mayasa. Yisrug Aysim Rechobim can just throw them out into the street. Heim Tzichim Lachol, they have to eat. Ashuhu Afilu Lachayshev Mahu Aysa. Maybe the person doesn't think at all about anything. Lachayshev Him who writes the last days. Lachayshev Him who writes the Kabbal. Doesn't think at all. Do I want to give? Do I want to take? Chai Chaye Shigre. Could be a person whose entire life is just a life of not thinking. Just like I said, cruise control. You know, good guy, nice lady, just do what you're supposed to do, stay away from really bad stuff, not particularly great stuff, and you just do, you just go, you go, you go. Say you need you for something, you're not going to say no, but cruise control. In my safe, it's Kuf Samach Vav. You might probably in the bottom of Kuf Samach, right? You can't live that way. You must, each and every one of us must, must in our life work to be Megalu the Nekudus HaNefesh of that place of the Nefesh, of the Neshama, which is only Nesina, which is the Chesman HaNefesh. Nesina. Lahamash Hashizut Tachlisoy V'chaim. This is the Tachlis of life. It's so, a tachlis of life. What, what, what the Barishon put us here is the megala the neshama. What did he put us here for? The person said, "You can't go like that, cruise control." To begin to build a world with this tfisa of what of nesina of giving. All right, it's late. There's Hashem next week. It'll take just a few minutes. We'll finish the parak and then. You see, Paratessus Kate said, Lahayev Gamas Hashayin of Hasamim. We're going to use this that we're working on, this Avaida, to, to see how is it possible to love, really love, even those people who are very different from us, and even people who we naturally feel like hating. How we could come to love even such people. So until that time, let's just try to get along with each other. <laughs>